Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Coming up tomorrow at this time, we're going to be talking with the folks from Wisteria Springs Farm right here in the upstate and another homesteading highlight. We're going to find out a lot about how to get started if you don't have a whole lot of land or heck, you can just get started where you are. Pretty amazing. And, and, and I got some questions to ask, too. Because somebody has given us some sourdough starter, and I'm sitting there looking at this stuff, and I'm going, okay, what now? So lots of questions, and I know you guys might have a, a lot of questions as well, so uh, make sure you get those to me. Over at the GS Plumbing, ta- no, I'm sorry, the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line, 71307. Don't forget the carpro.com talk line, 800-905-0989. Well, Nikki Haley is, what's the old saying? When you find yourself in a hole, stop digging. Stop digging. She is getting getting absolutely shellacked in the polls here in South Carolina. Donald Trump beating her by over 30 points now. She's going to have to try to rely on Democrats and quote-unquote independents, which is a huge faction here in South Carolina going to try to rely on the Democrats crossing over and voting for her in the primary. So will it be closer than 30 points? I believe it will be closer than 30 points unless you guys go out there, have a good time and vote for Donald Trump coming up on the 24th. Go do it. It's only going to take a couple of minutes. Heck, you're going to be out running errands on Saturday morning anyway. You don't have any football to watch. So get up and go do that. Go. I mean, I'm going to be a. I'm going to be. The, here's what I'm going to do. Saturday morning, the 24th. Sheila and I are going to get up. We're going to be at the polls when they open, or about 7:30ish. We're going to vote. And we're going to go play pickleball, and we're going to go about our day. It's just that simple. That's what we're going to be doing on that Saturday. You should too, if you haven't early voted, which started uh, on Monday, I believe. Yep, yeah, on Monday, early voting started. So Nikki Haley. When she gets beaten here in South Carolina, here's what she should have done. After Iowa, after New Hampshire, after Nevada, she should have just said, I'm done. Came in third in Iowa, second in New Hampshire after DeSantis dropped out. And then lost to none of these candidates, which was, in fact, Donald Trump, bigly 
in Nevada. Now she's going to lose her fourth primary slash caucus in a row. In fact, none of these candidates, quote unquote, has actually gotten more votes than Nikki. <laughs> They're in second. That part, oh, was great. So anyway, so she should literally stop digging, but she's not. She's not stopping digging. In fact, ladies and gentlemen, she is doubling down. Acting. What we saw yesterday was he took a different approach. Now he has decided he has fired the RNC chair. He's named who's going to be the new RNC chair. His daughter-in-law will be the co-chair. And he is making his campaign manager the, the officer that runs the party. Think about what's happening right now. Is that how you're going to try and take an election? Um, uh, Nikki, come here. Come here, Nikki. Come here. Come here, sweetie. Come here. That's what you should do. Because you see, he is, like it or not, Nikki Haley, Donald John Trump is the leader of the Republican Party. That's just the way it is. He's the leader of the Republican Party. He is going to be the nominee. He is going to be the next president, the 45th and 47th president of the United States. So you might as well get used to it. And what's wrong with having Laura Trump, who we had on this show uh, what about 10 days ago, what's wrong with her being the co-chair of the RNC? I mean, certainly something has to change with all the ridiculous spending in, on the wrong things that they've been doing. So more, but let's, all right, here's, here's also Nikki Haley talking about the whole NATO thing. It's important for Joe Biden and Congress to tell the American people why they should care, to give them the other side. And you don't hear that. The other side is that NATO's been a 75-year success story. We have not had war in the region. And if you look, Russia has never invaded a NATO country. They've invaded Georgia. They've invaded Ukraine. They've invaded Moldova. So we want to make sure that, yes, do we want NATO to pay more? Of course we do. But the last thing we're going to do is side with a with a with a thug, she said. Well, Donald Trump didn't side with a thug. This is another BS. This is this is almost as bad as the whole Charlottesville hoax. What Donald Trump was trying to say, Nikki Haley, and maybe you don't maybe you maybe while you're hanging around with your friends at the Sanctuary Hotel down there in, in Kiowa, which is very nice, by the way. Maybe they don't talk like Donald Trump talks. So what he was saying is basically, listen, you guys either start paying your fair fair share or the hell with you. What happens, happens. That's what he said. It was it was supposed to be Nikki Haley, a wake up call. But listen, listen to what she said in the very beginning of this clip. It's important for Joe Biden and Congress to tell the American people why they should care. For Joe Biden and Congress to tell the American people why they should care about NATO. In other words, she wants Joe Biden to contradict what Donald Trump said. And then she goes on to do it as well. So, listen, this woman is working for the Democrat Party. She is directly working with the Democrat Party. I wouldn't be surprised if she actually turns Democrat after this election. That wouldn't shock me a bit. But what Donald Trump was saying, he wasn't saying that he wanted wanted Russia. That, so, so in case you don't know what's going on, all these countries have joined NATO. 
and every member of NATO was supposed to give, supposed to give, 3% of their GDP to NATO for their, you know, for NATO to protect all of their countries, right? Well, guess who ends up shouldering almost the entire burden of NATO? We do, the American taxpayer. We pay the vast majority of the dues, for lack of a better term, the dues to NATO. You got other countries that don't pay anything. They certainly don't come even close to paying 3% of their GDP. But we foot the bill for all of that. And like you just said, Nikki Haley, for 75 years we've been doing it. And folks, it's time for that to come to an end. Time for it to come to a screeching halt. And so what Donald Trump was saying is, hey, hey, listen. Wildovia, if you don't pay your 3% of your GDP, then what happens, happens. Fine. This is your fault. It's your fault that that happened. And that's right. That's, that's called, Nikki Haley, that's called a wake-up call to the members of NATO. But I guess, like I said, down there in Kiowa, they don't, they don't talk like we do up here. Yeah, we'll be right back. Here's the Charlie James Show, News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. The economy's going great. If you listen to Joe Biden, if you listen to Corinne Jean-Pierre, oh, the economy is just steamrolling right along. But folks, it is not. New CPI numbers came out today. Inflation was up 3.1% last month. Up 3.1%. Total since Joe Biden took office, is up 17.9%. Let that rattle around in your noodle for a minute. Let that rattle around. But we know, we've been to the store. We, we've, we've been to the store and came out with a small bag of groceries for 90 bucks. We understand that. You see, the people in Washington inside the Beltway, they're making so much money, it doesn't even matter to them what you're going through, but it never does, does it? No, they want to send $96 billion in foreign aid, $60 billion of it to Ukraine. They want to spin this country into oblivion, and they don't care. They don't care about your family. When are these Democrats going to figure it out? They don't care about you. They care about the donor class. They care about 
they're they're investors. They care about the businesses that they're invested in. All you got to do is ask Nancy Pelosi and look at her stock portfolio. They don't care about you and your family. Oh, they pretend to. Joe Biden did this ridiculous commercial where he said, where he sat down with an African American family. Have you seen that thing? Oh, it's dreadful. It is dreadful. He's like, first of all, that was probably the first time that's ever happened. I'm just going to say, I can't say for sure, but that was probably the first time Joe Biden has ever sat down. Uh, for a meal with an African-American family. So um, inflation up 17% since Joe Biden took office. Home repairs up 18.2%. Car insurance. How about how's that going for you? Up 20.6%. Your stake is up 11%. Veterinary, veterinarian services up 10%. Non-prescription medicine up 9.2%. Baby food up 9%. Car repair is up 8%. Hot dogs are up 8%. Hospital services are up 6.7% as if they needed to go any higher. Think about that. And then what happened to the stock market today? Well, they saw these figures come out and it just went straight on down. Dow losing 500 today. So where's all? here's the thing, though. When you look at the Biden administration, There is no good news. And everything they claim is good news is a lie. Every time Corinne Jean-Pierre gets in front of the microphone, in front of the cameras, it's a lie. This country is hurting financially. Families are hurting financially. Oh, but look how low unemployment is. Yeah, you know why? People got to get two jobs. People got to get two jobs just to make ends meet because inflation has gone up 17 point. What is it? What's the time? I want to give you exact here. 17 point, almost 18 percent since Joe Biden took office. And they're going to stand in front of you and your family. And lie every single day. Charlie, they want to drive us into, into, into depression and then blame Trump. I agree. I agree. So, ah, Charlie, just seeing, I just saw gas went up 30 cents today. I don't doubt it. I don't don't doubt it one little bit. They're trying to break us. This is the Cloward uh, Piven strategy because they want to give everything to illegal immigrants. In fact, in Denver, they're cutting things like they're cutting the DMV, they're cutting DMV services. In Colorado, what? What are they using the money for? Illegal aliens? They're cutting services in Colorado and they're giving money to illegal aliens. And folks, when I tell you that illegal aliens are their preferred group in this country, I mean it. They don't care about American citizens. They don't care about African-Americans. You, uh, you guys need to get that through your heads. They don't care about you. Are you living in poverty now? They're okay with that. Were you, have you been living in poverty for generations? They're okay with that. Completely fine. They're not going to do anything to give you a hand up. Not one little bit. So inflation going through the roof. Prices are going through the roof. Services are going down. And you've got 
American citizens sitting on the sidelines taking a backseat to illegal aliens in this country. So, hey, Charlie, you don't think that Trump was caused by Trump shutting down the country? You don't think? No, I don't actually know. No. Here, let me tell you something. And I don't know who, let's see, who is this uh, person? I got to find out who this is because I think it's ridiculous. Um, and so you don't think that inflation was caused by Trump shutting down the country and sending everybody a check? That's from 330. 330, let me tell you something there, Sparky. I'm, I'm going to tell you the truth. Joe Biden could have been the greatest president that this country has ever seen. And I mean this. I mean this. He could have been the greatest country this president has ever seen. All he had to do was nothing. That's all he had to do. Just go in, follow the Trump policies, let us get through COVID. Everybody goes back to work. Everything is fine. The the economy is steamrolling. All you got to do is nothing. So 3.30, do you remember the first day that he was in office? Do you remember that? Do you remember all of those bills he signed? Do you remember when he shut down the energy sector in this country? That's really what drove inflation. That's what did it. It wasn't Donald Trump. Let's go to Kevin in Greenwood. Squatters everywhere. Squatters galore. Uh, Kevin, welcome to the program. How you doing? Uh, pretty good. You? Really good. What's up, man? Well, I saw earlier that a family in Boston took in some illegal migrants. And they're yes. making a big about it right well you figure they're probably going to get paid for uh letting them be there sure. but could you imagine when the time comes that you're sick of them being there and trying them to no. evict them from your yeah. house can't do it not going to be able to do it absolutely not and now you have somebody who's taken over your house and they decide they just going to let a few more people move in yeah and now you're out of your house exactly oh trust me that's a coming that's coming uh, kevin but won't be coming to the neighborhood near me. I understand that. I appreciate it, buddy. In fact, in Atlanta, 1,200 homes that are on the market to be sold can't be sold because squatters are living in them. And apparently they're letting them, the law lets them do that. How ridiculous is that? Why is this country heading the way it is where there could be somebody involved? And it's not George Soros. We'll tell you about this guy coming up next on The Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Let's go to the carpro.com talk line 800-905-0989. We'll talk to Robert in Greenville. Robert, you got a question for me? What's up, buddy? Yes, sir. I sure do. Yeah. Um, I wanted to know what uh, Donald Trump has said about the January 6th people. They were never given a redress in front of the Congressional yeah. Committee. Right. And I was wondering if... Isn't that funny, though? Mentioned, ...mentioned something about their constitutional rights were stolen from them. He has said here that he is, is thinking about pardoning them. Uh, he has said that. Yep, I, I, yep, yeah, absolutely. And, and I certainly hope he does because they were, I mean, they were railroaded. Oh. Arrest them. Listen, here's yes, the sir. thing, though. All these oh. people are thinking that January 6th commission or, or, or committee as being, you know, an actual jury, but they're not. 
I mean, that, that was a show trial, and you know it, and everybody else knows it. And, and nobody got to go in front of the nobody. committee and, and say, no. you know, hey, I wasn't there. You know, I was arrested 10 blocks away. Yeah. Or no, no, other no, stories. no exculpatory evidence was allowed. No uh, witnesses right. to the contrary. Robert, I appreciate it. Oyster Man is out in Traveler's Rest. Nikki Haley, NATO, Oyster Man, what's on your mind? Oh, I can tell you a thousand stories, but you wouldn't. Well, yeah, you would understand all of them. There you go. Um, What's up? When I when I was in the military, I was stationed several times over in South Korea, and South Korea is one of the ones that we help protect. Well, I didn't know it at the time in '79, but I found out later in '82 we were actually paying rent on the land that we had that we were in charge of. <laughs> So it's the United yeah. Nations. Yeah. And everybody yeah. else. And yeah. then Trump came in, and South Korea was one of the ones that he wanted to pay their fair share. Right. And uh, the only problem was uh, they were just getting ready, but they were having some problems with some of the Korean civil service that worked with us over uh-huh. there. <clears throat> and they were wanting to get pay raises. Well... Korea didn't have the money unless we gave it to them. Oh, so therefore, they didn't give the KSCs their, uh, you know, raises, uh, which yeah. meant that they cut, which meant they cut back on their services. And we built about three hotels, uh, a couple of golf courses, and we had more of the Korean nationals coming in to meet their friends on base than we could go in and get a steak dinner or anything else. Hey, man, it all works out. Yeah, right? Except for us. Except for us. Oh, unbelievable. And then now we're down at a base outside of South Korea, uh, Seoul, uh, called Camp Humphreys. Well, the problem was there is we paid for the land again. We paid for the service to build it, but no Americans were involved in the building and we couldn't even observe what was wrong. And they had walls, they had electrical issues, they had water issues, they had everything before we could even move into it a few years back. Wow. I'm telling you what, the way this country spends money is amazing. Oyster man. I appreciate it, buddy. I want to look up real, real quick here. Um, Will, have you ever been to a Bucky's? Ever been to Bucky's? Another one of those gas stations. I have not. I, have not, I, have not, I haven't done it either. It's, I haven't done it. I, yeah. I plan on making the pilgrimage. Because I'm looking at the largest Bucky's in the world is um, in Sevierville. Sevierville is the biggest one. Um, and that's what, Tennessee? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's got like, uh, let me see here. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Trying to find it. Oh, it's, oh, oh, it's, it's huge. It's just a massive thing. Just trying to find out how much that thing costs. Just kind of a, an example of the way this country spends money. Well, because they've got like a, it's like a hundred something odd gas pumps at any yeah. given station. Yeah, yeah, that's that's got to be some money. So this one at at Bucky's, uh, seventy four thousand seven hundred and seven square feet. That's seventy four thousand square feet. So. Um, Again, just trying to figure out how much. Do you think it would cost? I don't know, five. You think it would cost a million dollars to spend the, to build that? 
I could, uh, I'd estimate something around that. I yeah. mean, because, you know, I've been to like a Loves and a Flying Jays. Sure, yeah. And that, the big ones, yeah. That, that's blown my mind. So let's, say, let's say it costs $3 million for yeah. that thing. I mean, this, that, that's expensive, right? That's very, I can't afford that, Charlie. Well, just, this is an example <laughs> of, of the way this country spends your taxpayer dollars. The United States built a gas station in Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. And they spent $46 million on this gas station. That makes no sense to me because don't, no. we, don't we get a lot of our gas from hey, Saudi Arabia? Like yeah, they should wow. be building us gas that? stations, yeah, right? Yeah, man, that's cool. But here's the thing, though. <laughs> we, built, we, we built a $46 million gas station, but it wasn't a petroleum gas station. Ah. It was a natural gas station to refill natural gas vehicles. Now, how many natural gas vehicles do you think they have in, in Saudi Arabia or, I, or Afghanistan? That's Where was a, it? Because how many do we have here? It's actually in Afghanistan. Right. Yeah. Almost none. They've, none. Got, they've got gasoline coming out of their taps. Yeah. You know? Remember when Piedmont Natural Gas used to have the, the fountain of gasoline? Yeah, <laughs> unbelievable. So we blew $43, 46000000 million on a useless gas station, and Donald Trump's like, nah, baby, nah, we're not going to be doing that mess anymore. <sighs> just not going to do it. But we had a caller just a few minutes ago talking about this family that took in some illegal aliens. Uh, I want to play this clip for you again just to remind you what he was talking about. Ellen and Jessica Stokes called the state to sign up to be a host family. It took less than an hour for the displaced migrants to be dropped off at their door. Less than an hour. They signed up online. It's like, honey, I just signed up for the... And the car screeches to a halt in front of their house and here's your family. See you, bye. Forget these people are going to claim that that is now their home and that's where they live, and and they're going to fight when they when when these family this family tries to get them out. Forgive me if you already said this, but that's quicker than uh, some pizza yeah, joints on exactly a busy right. night. Yeah, you can't you uh, try to get DoorDash there in less than an hour. It's right. practically impossible. Well, we need to figure out how they're paying these guys what the pay structure is there. Yeah. Maybe get DoorDash those, on that. those drivers there. So anyway. Uh, that's the state that this country is in, and a lot of it is being helped along by so-called Republicans. And I say so-called Republicans because if being conservative, and I know there's a big difference between conservatives and Republicans, but if being conservative was illegal, I don't think there's enough evidence to convict them. There is a guy right now, a liberal billionaire, And there's this company run by a liberal billionaire dubbed by some as the next George Soros. And he employs, intentionally employs, former senior Republican staffers on Capitol Hill in what a watchdog group warns is an effort to sway GOP lawmakers to move to the left. Arnold Ventures LLC is a private company funded by left-leaning philanthropist John Arnold and his wife, Laura, They've got a net worth of about $3.3 billion. They focus on issues like criminal justice reform, prescription drug prices, contraception, tax policy, all geared at minimizing injustice, and they employ conservatives almost primarily, and they use them to try to sway the members of Congress to go further to the left. And folks, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but in a lot of cases— 
It looks like it's working. When we get back, tomorrow is Valentine's Day. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Ah, tomorrow is Valentine's Day, ladies and gentlemen. It's a day of love and romance, thanks to Hallmark. It it really is. I mean, that's that that's got to be it. Now, so where did this whole thing originate from? I mean, the history, you know, all that we do. Um, the patron saint, Saint Valentine. We don't know a whole lot about this guy. What we do know is that February has long been celebrated as a month of romance and that St. Valentine's Day, as we know it today, contains parts of both Christian and ancient Roman tradition. But who was St. Valentine's and how did he become associated with this day? Well, the Catholic Church recognizes three different saints named Valentine or Valentinius, all of whom were martyred. One legend contends that Valentine was a priest who served during the 3rd century in Rome where Emperor Claudius II, decided that single men made better soldiers than those with wives and family. So he outlawed marriage for young men. Well, Valentine realized the uh, injustice of this decree, and he defied Claudius and continued to perform marriages for young lovers in secret. When Valentine's actions were discovered, Claudius ordered him to be put to death. Oh, so actually this is the day that St. Valentine was clubbed and beheaded. So, happy Valentine's Day, I guess, I suppose. But how, (laughs) but it is, this is, this is a holiday, quote unquote, of marketing and advertising. That's, I mean, the floral industry, the greeting card industry, the candy industry, have all gotten together and let's say, let's really, oh, the the diamond industry, also big on this, the jewelry industry, big onto this. So uh, let's all get together and really promote very heavily Valentine's Day to boost our sales in February, you know, after Christmas, kind of where everything's in kind of in a lull right now, you know, with some of these industries, nobody's buying candy. So let's boost this up. And let's uh, let's make this some sort of a tradition. So uh, that's where we are right now. So what are we going to be spending our money on this year for Valentine's? Or, well, here we go. Um, this is from the National Retail Federation. It released a survey showing the top seven things Americans are buying for Valentine's Day. Even though Valentine's Day is tomorrow, you know, you can buy most of these coming up. Number one thing, candy. You know, good chocolates, not you know, Sour Patch Kids or anything like that. I mean, the good stuff, you know, maybe some of the Ferrero Rocher, you know, some, you know, the good stuff there. Uh, Number two, greeting cards. Make sure you pick one with the, I spend, let me tell you something. I spend a lot of time over my greeting cards. I don't just go, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why I did that. Because I was dating this girl one time and it was, Valentine's. No, wait a minute. Hold on. I'm getting this mixed up. It was her birthday and her birthday was in February. So I went in and I grabbed a, I can't remember. Wait a minute. How did this go? 
No, I no. Uh, hold on. It was for Valentine's. I went in and I grabbed a Valentine card. It had some hearts on it. Signed it. Gave it to her. Did not read it. I did. I didn't read this card. All I saw that it was it had hearts on it. I figured Valentine's, right? Yeah. Well, I was wrong because at dinner that night she opened the card up and she looked at it and she looked at me and she said, "Do you really mean this?" I said, "Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah." Yeah, I mean it. And she showed it to me and it said, happy birthday. <laughs> I was like, yeah, well, when, when you have a birthday, you know, that's I mean that from the bottom. So, yeah, that's how that went. So I, I pour a lot. And the fact that I love my wife so dearly that I want to make sure that I give her the right sentiment. So number three purchase this year is going to be flowers, of course. You know, might be too late to have them delivered, but you can always pick some up. Number four, an evening out. Absolutely. Always, always a hit. Number five, jewelry. If you know what they like, make sure you know what they like. Number six, clothes. Maybe that's more for guys, but still. And number seven, and listen, I know this is from the National Retail Federation, but I'm going to give you an admonition here. Guys, do not buy number seven. Gift certificates. Do let I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this. This is from Uncle Charlie here. Do not buy your beloved a gift certificate for Valentine's Day. No, don't do it. It will not go well. I promise you. All right, the uh, CarPro.com talk line eight hundred nine zero five zero ninety eight nine. Gene is in Greenville. Gene, what about Valentine's Day, pal? All right, two points I want to make. One, a, uh, uh, I guess it's a, a cultural religious point. Are you aware that Valentine's Day is an anathema in the Islamic religion? I did not know that, no. Yes. If, uh, if any Muslim is uh, engaged in Valentine's somehow it offends Muhammad or Allah, whatever it does, yeah. it is an anathema in their religion. So if I were you, or to all the liberals out there that like Islam, be careful because they may uh, they may take to the uh, uh, to the sword for decapitation. Don't uh, don't send them a Valentine's card, right? Don't send them. Yeah. Well, I mean, unless you want to, unless you want to really tickle, well, tick them yeah, off, or, exactly. Or their anger. Yeah. But another thing, I um, I have found out with this. I'm, I'm tired of all this stuff, Charlie. I'm 73. I'm just tired yeah. of it. Okay, so you can understand where I'm uh, coming oh, sure. from. And, I hope your wife understands. I don't want to, in case she, uh, she thinks I've influenced your uh, your passion for this year. But anyway, <laughs> I what, you know what I found? I got to say this quiet, a little bit quietly. I pull out the Song of Solomon, and I pull out the Book of Proverbs, and I get a blank card, and I write and I copy oh. verbatim. And boy, I tell you, that really charms my wife. I'm telling you. And, and, I, and you know why? That's God's heart. Yeah. So, You're right. So yeah, that's, that's right. my advice to your audience. Very nice. I, see, see, you know, I, I'm not one of these guys, you know, I kind of, you know, they, they go out and buy a card for any season or event, you know, best wishes, and they sign so-and-so. There's no thought behind it. You're right. I don't like sending out cards without thoughts. I got it. Gene, I got I to hit a break here, buddy, but a great sentiment. Yeah. Write down Solomon there. All right. We'll be right back. When we get back, how many Chinese nationals are across our border we got a special guest coming up. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WRD, the voice of the Carolinas. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.